Hi, I'm a Ross. And I'm a Wizzy. Boy, gee willikers. I sure do love My Little Pony. It's okay, in the written form. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you didn't like reading. I think reading is a sin. Wizzy, surely you can't be serious. No, seriously. I believe reading is an act against God. No, I mean about My Little Pony. Oh. Well, don't get me wrong. My Little Pony is fine and all. But there's just so many other things I could be doing. Name one thing you could be doing. Reading. Okay, well, name five more things you could be doing. Eating. Sleeping. Drinking. Not watching My Little Pony. Exercising. Okay, well, name eight more things. Socializing. Playing with my Legos. Contacting the dead. Celebrating President's Day. Establishing a colony on Mars. Baking. Being gay. Reading My Little Pony fanfiction. Wait, what? Ross and Wizzy's Fan Fiction Power Hour, every week on wherever the hell you get your podcasts. Monday show this week because you know the, the last couple of Wednesday shows like actually last week's Wednesday show was recorded already this week's Wednesday show is recorded already the following week's Wednesday show is recorded already and I'm, I'm going to try try which is possible because summer sums on Saturday this year um so I could actually probably yeah I could actually do it anyways Recording this Monday show, I really can't go into detail about how I wanted to last week with the whole NXT things. I had seen everything you guys had seen, saw however the right word is, and I just remember vividly, like, man, you know, I was in Atlanta, I was out of town, away from all my stuff. I said, this just feels weird trying to record or put together a Monday show, and. And all these things may be changing with NXT. It looks like they are changing with NXT. And I said, "What? I want to do something, you know? Not just review shows this week. I know you guys really like it and everything. I watched Dynamite, and Dynamite wasn't too bad, you know? Kind of uh, <clears throat> expect everything to happen to happen. And I say, you know, F it. I'm going to put together a list. If, if NXT is going out as we know it, and it's going back to developmental... And just for you guys who have not really been paying attention, or just that you guys have been too busy, whatever, because a lot, a lot's going on, right? Um, supposedly, there's a new edit in NXT, and they're going back to development to when they were FCW. Apparently, there's no one over 30 they want. All tall people, no short people. They said midgets to be exact. Supposedly, um, classy people here using that term, by the way. Um, some people say I'm not classy. Um, and it's going to be less 
honestly, it's going to be probably not. They're probably going to take it off USA because I don't think it's going to be watchable because it's watchable now because you have people who are already trained. They're ready to go, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I know a lot of people and we're going to get into all this in a second. Um, but supposedly, it's just going back to grassroots. And apparently Triple H and Shawn Michaels had nothing to do with this. It's a Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and uh, uh, Nick Conkall or whatever. And I know a lot of people are blaming Triple H, fans at this point, because he lost the war to NXT. Look, he was never going to win that war to NXT because he's still PG. He can still only do so much. NXT has not been hot for a while. At the same time, they have not had the the the... the the privilege, the privilege of being in front of many fans. The CWC is very tamed. It, the the feel that you had when you when it was at its hottest, when you're at full sale, is a completely different vibe. You know, my sister went to full sale. My sister didn't go to any of the shows, <clears throat> but she would like walk past and like you could. She said you could hear the roar of the crowd when, when NXT was um, doing shows. It's just a different feeling that 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 place had. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me get a swig of water. <coughs> ah, God. Anyways. Um, so. It was never really a war to begin with, man. It was always really fighting for kind of the same fan base. Kind of they were. But at the same time, they weren't. Because AEW is able to do a lot more. AEW can bring in Nick Gage. They can curse. They can. There's certain things that these fans want. To, like, I, I'm still a fan of all wrestling, so that's why I don't have a particular. Like, when I get asked when I go when I go to his panels and stuff at Comic Cons, do you have a favorite Marvel or DC? I don't. I don't have a favorite character. Like, and I said this before in the show. I just, I just, I, I'm a bigger fan of the stories and I have fun doing it. Have fun like writing and seeing new characters and, and being introduced to new characters and stuff. That's why the criminal uh, uh, vibe that me and Nico recorded, which you guys will see next week or hear next week, excuse me, is so special to me. I, I can't think about well, I can't wait to do volume two. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's just um, this really cool, but I also know I'm gonna get something different with AEW that I'm not gonna get from NXT. I just know that. You know, it doesn't make NXT any, like, exciting. But for me, it's kind of like being able to see characters who are sometimes so different. Having Jurassic Express, having Sammy Guevara, having Penta and Frey Phoenix, who, especially Penta, murdered it in Impact, murdered it in Lucha Underground, you know. Also, at the same time, pardon me, I, I, I think about this until someone else pointed this out. Sometimes, man, let's just be real. Sometimes when you know some of these people going to the main roster, you're kind of like, uh, uh, I, I'm just going to take it, I'm going to take their NXT canon and just enjoy that. You know, as for as happy as I am that Ricochet and Samoa Joe are former United States champions, their main roster, now fairness to Joe, he was injury prone on the main roster, you know, and it looks like he's about to become a three-time NXT World Heavyweight Champion, which is, I'm cool with that, like, I'm all for that, but it's just like, man, you know... Something about it just sometimes may turn me off. I, maybe it's subconsciously. I don't know. You know, but at the same time, here's my thing. If NXT is going to go out, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with NXT, NXT regular NXT. Um, I don't know what that means for NXT UK, you know. But this brand does mean something to some people. 
obviously it's a business decision and um that's fine and AEW won't be able to sign all these people AEW just won't you know which is fine you know but some of these people should go to impact you know impact has some good things going on i know it's like not the cool thing to praise in the uh, impact but impact has some cool things going on you know chris bay just joined the um the bullet club and it's it's pretty cool you know anyways today's show i really want to just focus on a top 10 moments from nxt that, that i enjoy in no particular order, just top 10 to me top 10 matches to me top 10 talents to me that come out of nxt and top 10 uh, not even top 10 but like just a few streaks and runs I just want to kind of praise NXT. Even if this isn't the end right now, it looks like it's going to be the end very soon. And I'm just like, man, I just kind of want to give this this brand praise because it it actually helped reignite me to do shows like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it excited me to watch wrestling again. Like, before AEW was a thing, me seeing Bailey and Sasha headline Brooklyn and be and 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 headline this this uh, uh, respect where they did the women's Iron Man match, like to me NXT helped help my love for wrestling, you know having uh, the Shield come out of there and go back and try to to, to keep the world title around uh, Seth Rollins and you know NXT deserves their flowers too, um, and that's why I give it to them because despite what people think the war or who they're blaming. Man, NXT did a lot for a lot of people, man. To me, it gave Samoa Joe a, a, a second chance at life. You know, and, and to me, it just it, it, it helped put people like Johnny Gargano on the map. You know, I, I actually had someone who did my very first music video. I forgot his name. I haven't seen him in years. But he actually would do indie. He still does indie uh, filmmaking. But uh, he... um. He actually like used to like go around to back behind the scenes stuff of like certain wrestlers. He did many interview uh, interviews with many art interviews with Johnny, Johnny Gargano, uh, Orange Cassidy. I really wish I knew his name. I, I remember his name, um, Kenny Smith. No, I don't remember. I think I, sorry, I, I know it's Kenny. I can't remember his last name, but that's what he was specialized in was documentaries about the indie side of wrestling. You know, and he did many. I remember the last. Uh, article he did or the last video he did was right before we shot my video for House of the Rising Sun uh, for a song for me and, Jan- me and Jonathan Esther did together and I remember vividly him like leaving uh, uh, the day before leaving an interview with Johnny Gargano and this is like right before I think or didn't this is like a, few, like a year later <clears throat> Gargano ended up doing signing the NXT and said man this is the last interview we do with Gargano for a very long time but um yeah, man, really cool stuff, you know, but, um, and sorry about my voice, like I said, I'm really just getting over a cold, and, um, this is, like, the final remnants of it, so, just excuse me, excuse me for that, but, um, you, you know, to me, there is no Sasha Banks and Bailey, no, or, or Sasha Banks may even to WrestleMania, without her having this match with Bailey, there is no... Bailey having the run she had last year without without this. Everything needs there. Everything needs to connect. So, um, anyways, I wanted to give NXT their flowers this week. Um, and, and that's just what I wanted to do. You know, and next week we have SummerSlam happening. So I will definitely watch SummerSlam on Saturday and then review it. I might even watch, rewatch it on sun, Sunday and review it. And, um, and we'll talk about that and stuff like that. But 
I just had to give it exterior flowers because um, it helped me, you know, and, and introduced me to a lot of cool people, you know, like Chad Gable, like American Alpha, you know, like reinventing Bray Wyatt and, and Luke Harper. I didn't know who Luke Harper and Eric Rowan were, you know, then they won the NXT Tag Team Championships, you know, so anyways, <clears throat> let's start with the top 10 matches, in my opinion, in NXT history. And honestly, this is all before NXT TakeOver 36. But you need time to digest stuff like this anyway. So for me, for me, um, for me, this is, as of right now, as we record this, two weeks before NXT TakeOver. But even then, that's going to need time to marinate. So... One I wrote on my list. I'm saying, no one particular order. Just how I wrote on my list. Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole. NXT Championships. Championship. New Orleans. Takeover. This was the moment where Johnny Gargano finally won his first and only NXT Championship. They threw everything at the kitchen sink. <clears throat> Jesus. I need some water. So sorry, guys. Um, I thought I could record. And I've been putting this off for two days. I, was, I thought I was ready to record because I can talk, but it's like, it's best I don't talk. <laughs> um, I remember watching this and I wasn't excited for it. I truly wasn't excited for it because remember, Champa got hurt and this is where Gargano was supposed to win anyway. But Champa got hurt, he had a forfeit the title. So the match was set between Gargano and Cole, but and, and they threw everything out. They put Gargano over a major. Every member of the Undisputed Era tried to get in, they couldn't. He finally made Cole tap out. And Cole came in this thing as the heel, but was cheered heavily. Gargano was booed. <clears throat> he turned the crowd. Gargano is Mr. NXT. And my God, he's proved it in this match. I'm just, Adam Cole's facial expressions when he couldn't put him away was fan, were fantastic. This was a work of art. One of my favorite matches of all time. The match we just talked about. Sasha Banks and Bailey. Brooklyn. They main evented. And this was Bailey's coming out party. And she did everything she could. Her and Sasha Banks just... Dieta was a four horsewoman, but Becky Lynch never main evented a takeover. Charlotte never main evented a takeover. They were the first two of the horsewomen to do it. The last two in NXT. The crowd was electric. I remember watching this and... Saying to myself, this is destination television at this point. You have to watch this to believe this. These moments. I could talk about it. You can go back and watch it. But watching it in the moment is different. I wasn't even there in the crowd. But watching it in the moment was so, so important. You know. It's, and to me, some things you just can't. Like, like to me, I can sit back and watch British Bulldog versus Bret Hart. It's still a great match from SummerSlam 92. But watching it when I watched it was even more special. Just the goosebumps you get watching it. Just knowing what it is. Number three. Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura NXT Dallas. Shinsuke, we're going to talk about this later on too. So I won't even get into that. This match was just phenomenal. And to me, if you didn't know Shinsuke Nakamura in the States, you knew him now. They had a great match with this being Sami Zayn's swan song. After being in NXT for four or five years... This was how he went out, and it was in one of the best ways possible. 
And uh, this was, uh, this is, all these matches are, to me, are matches about the candidates, you know. But this, this was fantastic. Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate. The finals of the UK men's title tournament was in Chicago. I didn't know anything about these two guys. Knew nothing about them. Had no freaking interest in this match at all. I knew nothing. And it's very rare for me not to know anything about somebody. I just have seen you wrestle once. I hadn't seen Pete Dunne or Tyler Bate wrestle at all. Not, not, I knew nothing about them. I could care less. I kind of figured they were going to get booed out of the building in Chicago. Chicago is just, you, you guys are crazy people. You know, what's is fine. Um, but boy, oh boy, was this a fun match, a match where I don't think it gets talked about enough, you know, um, but this was the match to me, I was like, okay, I need to watch these guys, you know, and, um, yeah, I, I, I suggest you guys watch it, NXT TakeOver Chicago. Andrade versus Gargano, NXT Philly, this was the weekend of the Royal Rumble, they put on, this, a lot of people said this was the match, a lot of people say this is the best match in NXT history. And I, if we're talking about from a purist ex, uh, uh, aspect of it, air quotes, air quotes, you can see me doing air quotes, I would say yes to those people. Only because the Gargano Cole match has so many things that a lot of fickle fans don't like. Too many finisher kickouts, too many of this, too many of that, too many of that. Like too many things you can nitpick. This was the opposite. This was just, I can't even remember a finisher kick out in this match. Because I don't think anyone's ever kicked out of Gar- um, Andrade's Hammerlock DDT. Like, if, I, if You guys will tell me if I'm wrong, because trust me, you guys are good at that. But I don't remember. You know? Um, but this match, from a purist standpoint, <clears throat> you, you, I, I, don't think you could, I don't think you can go wrong with it. I think it was everything you could want in a wrestling match, a slow build, and the hopium spots until Gargano, until Gargano just ran out of gas and Andrade kept his belt. Um, this was for an NXT World Championship. Next up, we go back to New Orleans. And this is the ladder match for the first to crown the first ever North American Heavyweight Champion. You had Lars Sullivan, EC3, Killian Dane, Rick O'Shea, Adam Cole, and Velveteen Dream. <clears throat> this match was crazy. This match went like, what, 30 minutes? Everyone getting their stick in. This match was crazy. Even a super kick party where everyone took a super kick. And EC3 did the EC3, baby. This was fantastic. Adam Cole crowned the first ever North American champion. I know I just called Gargano Mr. NXT. It's kind of like the whole thing with WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, but The Undertaker is WrestleMania. Adam Cole is NXT. The first American North, North American champion, longest reigning NXT champion ever, had the, the greatest group in NXT history with Undisputed Era, and also had tag team goal as well. Also was in, I think, every single War Games match possible in this brand. So, good stuff going um, good match. I'll watch this as well. Uh, Champa versus Gargano, Chicago too. Every time these two touched, it was magic. It will always be magic. It started in the Cruiserweight title tournament, and it just continued. From tag team champions to rivals to world heavyweight championships, can't go wrong with it. War Games, Team Baszler, Shayna Baszler. 
versus Team Rhea Ripley. This is the match where Ripley's team was down because Tegan Knox turned heel on uh, Tegan Knox. Dakota Kai turned heel on Tegan Knox and pushed William Regal, which got a ton of boos. Um, and Team Ripley still pulled out the win um, despite all of this. Um, this was a fun match. And to me, there's some good war games, but to me, this was my favorite war games match in NXT history. Excuse me. Let me make that point out. Number nine. Alistair Black versus Say My Name Velveteen Dream. To me, the build to this match was fantastic with Alistair Black not acknowledging who Velveteen Dream was, which would tick off the Velveteen Dream so much. He needed that. He needed him to say his name. Black wouldn't do it. He refused to do it. And finally, after they had a, a hell of a match, Black sits Indian style, gets the microphone, says, living in for me. Boy, oh boy, those words are ever so ever true right now. Living in for me. Velveteen Dream. The crowd goes crazy. Velveteen Dream has his mouth wide open. This was probably Velveteen Dream's best match in NXT. And I would say that saying, I would say the same for uh, Alistair Black as well. And finally, a more recent match, Finn Balor defending the NXT Championship just last year versus Kyle O'Reilly. The match where I believe they just beat the hell out of each other so much, where Finn needed a plate in his jaw. Who knew it was wrong with Kyle O'Reilly? They just beat the living hell out of each other, and it was a hell of a war for the NXT Championship. So those are my favorite matches in NXT history. I would love to know yours. Um, we, we still have two more I'm going to get through because I'm giving NXT their flowers right now because I don't know what's going to happen and I want there to be a thing where a show happens and they say, well, NXT's going back to this and then I can't record or I'm busy or whatever because I'm traveling. God willing, with this variant, does not uh, does not affect any of my travels. Um, I just want to give them their flowers right now. They deserve it. So, top 10 moments for me in NXT history. War Games returning. Yeah, it was a different side of war games, but to me, war games is war games. It fit this era, and it was fantastic to watch. Yeah, I know people got Indisputed Era out uh, towards the end, but, you know, they were the longest. Like I said, they were the greatest group in NXT history. So, it just it just made sense. Keith Lee, who just, as I'm recording this, just did a 13-minute video the day before I record this. Um, the day before I record this. Explaining what happened, he went through a hell of a lot after he had COVID, heart inflammation, things that just weren't any of anyone's business, which they, they still aren't, but he, but he wanted to let everyone know why. Um, he went through a lot and to, to just get back now and salute to him, me and him, pray for uh, uh, healing and all that good stuff and much success to you because we, we need you to get back on your feet, Keith. You are a true talent. And everything I've heard about this guy, when I've gone to indie shows and stuff, and people who work with him, sounds like he's just a great guy, you know. And so, you know what happened to anyone, but just just saying in general. So, salute to him. But this moment right here was very special to me, being a Keith Lee fan since uh, his days in Evolve and probably beyond that. But like him being North American champion versus Adam Cole, title for title, the only time in NXT history. That I believe both belts were in line in a match. They might have had champions fighting each other, but never with both belts on the line. Great American Bash 2019. It sucked that no fans were in the crowd and that this was spoiled by somebody. I can't remember who spoiled it. But we kind of already knew where it was going. It was a tape show. 
Keith Lee, the only man in NXT history to hold the North American Championship and the NXT Championship. I'm still waiting for that classic moment elite Mattel. Hint, hint. I will be the first to order that. Um, even though I already have my Keith Lee. Uh, what a moment that was for him, sure. Having both belts and just being solidified as one of the top superstars in this brand and beyond. Number three, Big E dethroned Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was the man who did, who won the first ever NXT championship. And then he eventually got the call up. And he was a part of the Shield. And the Shield was trying to do everything in this match to not have him lose the NXT title. But then the entire NXT locker room at the time came out to assist Big E. Big E hits the big ending. And Big E, despite what the main roster would have you think, Big E has pinned Seth Rollins before. To become a heavyweight champion, he will soon be another heavyweight champion on the main roster. But this was fun to. I remember watching this and not knowing much about Big E, knowing all about Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, you know. But not about um, Reigns was still new. Um, Big E, but being excited to see them because he was doing a ten count gimmick at the time, to where he wasn't just his his moves that wasn't just powerful enough for a three count. It was a ten count, you know, which was cool i guess but um it was it, this was a fun watch right here number four Paige becomes the first ever nxt women's champion at 20 years old boy oh boy Paige was a very good talent um i know she's gonna wrestle one day i truly believe with everything going on she's gonna wrestle one day um but this was this was her ascent you know even her getting on the main roster and winning um, the women's champ, the Divas Championship from AJ Lee in, I believe, five minutes and a shock win. This was the start of it, and Paige uh, will wrestle again. I don't, I don't know if she won any championships, but she definitely will wrestle again. <clears throat> Number five, DIY explodes after they lose their tag team title rematch to uh, the Revival, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. I believe, <clears throat> and you guys tell me if this is wrong or not. I believe this is the first time. Where Triple H would play the credits. He'll have the credits in the bottom left-hand screen. And he would... Let me fix the recording. I am. And then, then something would happen after the, cre- the the credits would play. But you have them on the stage. It just looks like... they're just Champa just looks ticked off, right? And the credits are playing. But you go to look down and touch yourself, whatever it is you do. And all of a sudden, Gargano just gets the hell beat out of him, which starts a feud that just ended in 2019 because of injury to Champa and all that good stuff. But uh, when they exploded, boy, oh boy, they exploded. Number six, the Ricochet flip. When Velveteen Dream and Ricochet were feuding, Ricochet was in the ring. This is at Full Sail. And Velveteen Dream was like, anything you can do, I can do better. Ricochet just goes, runs, does a front flip, lands on his feet, walks up, puts his mom to Velveteen Dreams mic and says, then show me. Crowd goes crazy. I remember, I didn't watch that. Excuse me, more water. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I didn't watch it as it happened. I saw a clip. On YouTube, and that's all it was was the flip. And whoever it was, they flipped and kept doing it back and forth. So it was like rewinding, fast forwarding, rewinding. I was like, Ricochet's just—he's really just too—he's too good. I wish he could talk, you know. But um, 
Yeah, this is another good moment. Number seven. Samoa Joe beats down Finn Balor. Not just beats him. He pinned the demon. He's the only wrestler in NXT history, or any history to my knowledge, to pin the demon. It was at a house show at NXT, NXT house show. And it was a steel cage match. Samoa Joe had been challenging Finn Balor for the title. He had been losing. Remember, these two won the inaugural Dusty Classic as a tag team, which was really weird. Because they were a mixture tag team, but they won. <clears throat> At time, this time, they, they they weren't competing for tag team titles. So uh, Samojo turns turns on Finn, turns heel. And in this match, Joe him with the muscle buster in the cage as the demon pinned him. Someone put together a nice little thing on Instagram. Where for any of you who have been unfortunate enough to see the movie Ready to Rumble. It's a scene with David Arquette's character. is like, no, he can't lose. This isn't even a pay-per-view. <laughs> they put that together as Samoa Joe seeing the, the muscle buster and pinning uh, Finn Balor. And this was a surprise. I remember reading the, the spoilers about this. And I was excited. As for as much as I like the Prince. Holy crap, when a cracker. See Samoa Joe get them flowers and get the NXT championship. And NXT also, remember, Samoa Joe, if he wins, will be the first NXT champ person to win the title three times. He was also, fun fact, the first person to ever win the NXT championship twice. Remember that. Since then, it's been Nakamura, it's been Balor, and it's been Cross. And that's it. But he could be in rarefied air. He takes that belt off Cross, which it's... He's on the main roster now, so it's, it's, it's inevitable. Um... Kevin Owens, even though this didn't happen on NXT, he was NXT champion when this happened. He shows up on Raw in, in an impromptu manner, lays out John Cena, not just John Cena, the United States champion, but John Cena, the megastar, the face of the company, and then steps on the United States championship as he holds up the NXT championship, and then proceeded to beat him at the, the few, next pay-per-view. This was huge. And Kevin Owens doesn't get this opportunity, in my opinion, if Kenta... Or Kushida, whatever you want, not Kushida, but uh, Kenta, or if you want to call him, whatever you want to call him now, doesn't get hurt. Kenta was supposed to take the belt off of Kevin Owens, but then Kenta was hurt, and they hadn't had to pivot. And this was a hell of an introduction to the main roster, and an important introduction to the main roster with him beating John Cena. They really put NXT on the same level. They haven't done this since, <laughs> uh, as far as, like, more recently is what I mean is. But this was an important moment. And if you were a Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens fan, whatever, holy crap, were you excited. Because I've been a Kevin Owens fan since ROH days. So this was exciting to see. Nine. We already talked about this a little bit. We won't go into much more details. But the women main eventing. And women main eventing two straight pay-per-views where it was Brooklyn and Respect. And Respect, I always remember being the Iron Woman match where uh, Banks made... Uh, who was Bailey's little homie that was the super fan or whatever? Izzy? Was that her name? Izzy? I think her name was Izzy. And she made her cry, which was fantastic. Anytime kids cry, it's fantastic. Unless it's on the airplane and I'm stuck right next to him. Otherwise, seeing kids cry is fantastic. So, this was good stuff. And this is what I was going to talk about earlier, but I said I want to leave it for this. Shinsuke Nakamura's debut. When Samus Zayn was in the ring and then Nakamura, that was obviously a pre-tape. And the fans went crazy, and with his bare, with barely any of his barely legible English, he said, "Sami Zayn, I will see you in Dallas." 
boom, crowd goes crazy. It just was fantastic. <clears throat> Last list we'll do, then we'll talk about some some streaks and runs and why they're important uh, to the overall scheme of things in NXT history. Um, top 10 NXT talents, in my opinion. People who define NXT. So for all the moments you could have had, like the ricochet flip, Keith Lee having two belts, take another swig of water. To me, these 10 made their mark in NXT. And when we look back, if there's ever an NXT Hall of Fame, yeah, Keith Lee will be in it. But to me, he's not... He didn't have enough of a chance with that world championship. They were already trying to push Karrion Cross to the moon. These 10 are just NXT gold and black bleeding, you know. One is Gargano, obviously. We, we just already pointed out his 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 stats may even to probably the most NXT takeovers I would dare say three time North American heavyweight champion no one's even done it twice he's been a three time North American champion one time NXT world heavyweight champion one time tag team champion you know it's he's done it all he's literally done it all and even when he became a part of a comedy gimmick with the way he still got gold, two-time New, uh, North American champion in that run, but they just showed a different side of him. Now, as I record this, him and Candice LeRae just announced they're pregnant. Congratulations to them. Won't see Candice in the ring for a very long time, obviously. But um, the, he is Mr. NXT. Sasha Banks. To me, that boss character, if you look at her when she first came in, she is so bland, so dry, like everyone is. But that boss character, having her get out of the trucks, with the guys being security, with her main eventing, so 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 important to her career, obviously. Number three, Champa. Champa has gone on record as saying he will never go on the main roster. He will probably get dropped if the rumors are true. Um, he is NXT born and bred, one-time NXT champion who actually never lost the NXT championship. Former tag team champion. Yeah, he's floundering now, but there's really nothing else for guys like him to do. You know, there's, there's really nothing else. He's done it all, you know. So, uh, number four, Adam Cole. We, we we already ran his stats down as well. First ever North American champion. Longest reign NXT World Heavyweight Champion. Greatest group in NXT history. Ev- in every single War Games, finally winning his first War Games last year uh, as a face. You know, um, he's literally done it all. Nothing else for him to do. Number five is Bailey. Like I said, these are no awards. This is how I wrote them down. Bailey, Bailey, Bailey needed NXT, and NXT needed Bailey in the worst way. They needed a character like her that didn't take herself too seriously. That was a hugger for the fans, former women's champion, main vented. I'm curious <clears throat> now that I'm trying to think about this. Are they are they the only women to ever main event a show? Because I don't even think Oscar and her run main evented the show or a, a takeover. So, you know, so that I don't know that her and Sasha will always be. I know they're best friends, but they will always be intertwined with each other, even if they hate each other. It's just the way it is, you know. Asuka, her undefeated streak, her her run, it was just amazing. She wrestled everyone, uh, beat everyone, and she. And it was never like a squash. It was always the the hoping spot in case you didn't like Asuka, but. Asuka was just so protected. She was used very, very well. 
her style. She, and obviously she's gotten more character now and goofy and whatever. And some of that stuff works. But this Asuka was a killer. And she was so important to NXT in my opinion. Sami Zayn. He was the ultimate underdog. And he, to me, he's just Rey Mysterio of NXT. The ultimate underdog. He finally got gold. Only to have his best friend turn on him. He didn't have the belt for very long. Um, but he didn't need it. He, he, he just he gathered so much sympathy. And when he finally beat Neville, a.k.a. Pac, for it, the crowd was ready for it. The crowd was ready for it. You know? Um, but yeah, he is the ultimate underdog of NXT. Neville, speaking of that. To me, Neville's run was so important. And I, I kind of wanted to do a, a Neville Bo Dallas thing here. I guess I still could do it, I guess. To me, their runs in there were just... <clears throat> They were so much, especially Neville, so much better in the cruiserweight division. He, Pac is so underrated. He is a superstar, you know. Um, and this just, uh, he, when he finally beat Bo Dallas for it, it, it I, think, I believe it was in the ladder match. It was well-deserved. Like, him and Bo Dallas, just, their characters in NXT fit. I think, I still think Neville had a decent run with the cruiserweight title, but he was so much better than the cruiserweight title. You know, Bo Dallas never had a chance on the main roster. But, um... Neville, to me, which might be a surprise to some of you, but I I think he had a tremendous run in NXT. Paige. We already talked about her history. She helped fire this, uh, or start up this this fire for women's wrestling in WWE that just wasn't there before. Her being so talented, um, her being so young, uh, I I think she's part part of the solution as they build to the women's evolution. Air quotes. Finally, the first ever NXT champion, Seth freaking Rollins. Um, you look at him now, his character is, he has evolved. Um, some say for good, some say for worse, better, worse, whatever you want to say. Uh, this this obviously was, a, was important, though. This has built his career to what it is now, you know? Um... And to me, he's a very important piece of the NXT Pulse. Even him coming back when he feuded with Triple H, and him surprising everyone showing up saying, hey, this, do I need to come here? This is where it all started. Like, to me, you have to acknowledge him as one of the greatest NXT talents of all time. So, And the last thing we'll talk about, then I'm out of here. Just notable streaks and runs. Obviously, Adam Cole, longest NXT champion of all time. Karrion Cross has yet to be defeated in NXT. He has not been pinned yet or submitted. That will change. But, um, in NXT, by the way. But, um, obviously, as, as we go, we're going to see how long the streak lasts. But it's going to end in two weeks. But, um, that, that's a noble ring. You know, he ne- he never he's never lost the NXT championship. He, he lost it due to injury. Vacant had it. He got it back. He's yet to be pinned or submitted. So that's a noble streak. Shayna Baszler. Even though she lost her NXT Women's Championship like to uh, Kyrie Sane, um, she got it right back. But that, to me, that puts her streak under Oscars only because she lost. But it was still a hell of a run to her. She beat everybody. There was no one left until Rhea Ripley got hot. Otherwise... She she had, she she literally dominated. She did what Karrion Cross did before Karrion Cross, you know. But it was just so, it just so happened that a hot Rhea Ripley was coming up, and you knew that was the fight that she had to have next. So that was that. And then we all talked about Oscar. 
her undefeated streak. So we won't go there again. But to me, those are four notable streaks and runs. Um, and like I said, this was all about giving NXT their flowers. Um, they deserve it. Um, and like I said, I don't know when it's going to go out, but I'm going to enjoy every second of it since, until then. So look here, guys. That's your Monday show. A clogged up slow chemical from the chest. You know, getting all this inflammation out. It's all good. You guys be safe. You guys enjoy the Wednesday show. But I believe it's the review of the long Halloween. See you back there next Monday. Wow.